Joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline is Patriot Safety Adrian Phillips here on this Patriots Friday. He is brought to us by Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh to the Harbor One Hotline. Adrian Phillips, good morning. Good morning. How y'all doing? We are uh, we're okay and uh, just getting ready for uh, this game like you guys are. Oh, I think we lost him. Oh, I think we lost Adrian already. You hung up on him. I did not do that. Did Let's I do that? Break. What happened? Oh, no. He probably hung up on his side. You uh, know, because usually what they do is Stacey hands him the phone. It's not his phone. Maybe he's not used to it. So it was, a, uh, it was an accidental hang up all the way around? Yeah. See, now I don't know. Now, now, I'm in, now I'm in radio limbo because he could call back in any moment. And we know we do have to step aside, but then again, uh, if he's—I he was just going to say—if he's on the phone in twenty it seconds, it must have been um, something you said. We don't want to leave him. Uh, we don't want to leave him hanging there for uh, five minutes for crying out loud. See, the sound of your voice <laughs> is so irritating to him that he hung up. Uh, oh, that's probably what it is. Yeah, he's like, yeah. you know what? Oh, oh gross. We, uh, yeah, talking. Adrian is one of the uh, best interviews. All right, there we go. Now we're loaded back up again with uh, Adrian <laughs> yeah, Phillips. Yeah, we're good. What did he say? What did he say? Yeah, it was all my fault. So. Adrian, right? <laughs> when, when, <laughs> just blame it on me. Everybody else does. Adrian, when you flip on the tape of the Cowboys, what jumps out to your train die? You know that they do a lot of stuff, and they want to get the the ball to their main guys. You know, they got a great receiver, a great running back. You know, their quarterback is able to make any play from the pocket in with his legs. So they kind of want to they kind of want to live on that and. When you just watch the game film, you understand the reason why. Because Pollard, he's a guy that can get downhill and and make you miss, and he's super explosive. We all know about C.D. Lamb. He's able to run any route on the route tree, and he's able to make people miss. So it just makes sense that they want to get the ball to those guys. So when, when it comes to, when it comes down to actually tacking a guy like Tony Pollard, is it uh, same rules for all the backs? Or is uh, does Tony Pollard, you know, require like a, a, a different set of like philosophy and, you know, uh, attack as far as and skill tackling him as compared to other guys? Yeah, I think with most backs in the league, it's just it's, it's kind of just getting them before they get you. And with Pollard, it's the same exact way. Like you have to go attack him because if you wait for a second, he's going to make you miss. Like <laughs> it is what it is. He's a. He's a he, he's a kick returner. He's able to go back there. Like his vision is really good, and his stop and start is really good as well. So if you hesitate even for a moment, you, you're gonna miss. So just go take your shot, win your leverage, and hope that the rest of your defense is coming. And that's the way that you have to attack a guy like that. So when it comes to like, uh, what's what's a guy that's like you know has when you watch a guy like Tony Pollard or really any of the, the weapons that they have. How often does their speed on film actually correlate to speed on the on the field? Like, is what you have you ever been surprised by a guy being faster than you thought because of what you saw on field as opposed to real life? Yeah, I would say one person that really jumps to mind is a is a guy on our team. Like when you watch Mondra, he's so smooth that you don't realize he's moving as fast as he can. It's like, okay, well, how is he pulling away from these safeties? How is he pulling away from these corners? And then when you're actually, in my case, when you're in practice with him and you're actually out there on the field with him, like, he is moving. 
And Paula's the same way. Paula runs a little more twitchy than Mondre. Mondre is a little more smoother than him. But at the same time, when you step on the field, you automatically can see the different tempo that he brings to the game. Like, he's hitting the hole 100 miles an hour. So if you're getting off a block, you know that you're going to have to explode out you're going to have to destroy that block and explode out because if you just reach your arm out there, then he's going to run through it or run by it. So when you're looking at, when you're looking at feeling like that, you see what they ran in the 40, whatever, you really don't pay attention to that because a lot of guys play faster than, than what they ran. But you, you look at the film and just see how he's pulling away from people. Adrian Phillips with us on this Patriots Friday here on Gresham Fourier on WEEI. Adrian, I know you guys saw the Cowboys uh, two years ago, and it was Kellen Moore who was coordinating the offense. Now it's Mike McCarthy. Is there anything schematically, as a Southern football coach would say, that is dramatically different from those two guys and the and the two year period since you've seen the Cowboys? Yeah, I think the main thing that we saw from Kellen Moore was a guy that was he was going to throw the ball and he was going to light up the scoreboard like he was trying to put a hundred on you every single time and uh with Mike McCarthy you just kind of see that he wants to be in the right play against the right defense he yeah he's going to take his shots yeah he's going to run the ball and but time of possession and keeping his defense off the field like that's what that's what you really notice with him like with the line that they have and with the guys that they have able to run the ball you you can see why that type of mindset works so last one for me, because I know you got uh, to get out to practice. So Dallas Cowboys are having some issues um, and red zone issues once they cross the 20. Um, what are some of the things that you guys need to do, need to focus on to make sure that that trend continues with them uh, being limited, scoring touchdowns in the red zone? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say for the past few years, red zone has been a been a, a major thing for us too. When we, when we play certain teams, we we've had – our struggles in the red zone, so it's going to, it's going to be a nice little test match out there. You just when when we line up against those guys, and, and if they make it into the red zone, you know we want to make sure we keep them out of there. But if they do make it into the red zone, I think our mechanics are just going to have to be that much more tighter because they do so much different stuff. Like you don't know what you're going to see down there. Like Dak is a mobile quarterback, so if the play breaks down, he can run for the first down or for the touchdown or get a design run. And then with all those guys, C.D. Lamb is able to get the ball in so many different ways. So I expect them to just be super creative. I mean, that's a creative offense with creative personnel. Like, I expect them to to throw stuff at us left and right, but we just have to make sure our eye control is straight and make sure that we win up front. If we win up front, I think that we'll get the result that we want. All right, two more things for Adrian Phillips. Will most of Garland, Texas, be in the uh, house on Sunday to see you play? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a good number there, but I'm gonna have you more tuned in watching it watching it on the TV. They already hit me up. Well, they actually been hitting me up for about two weeks, so they're gonna be tuned in. I gotta make sure I put on the show for my people. Are you willing to share with us how many tickets you had to get this week? Yeah, it wasn't that bad this year. You know, uh, I would say the most I've had to get in the past was somewhere like around 20 to to 30. But this year, I'm, oh. I'm at 13. I'm doing good. All right, doing that, good. that isn't bad. Now, you know who else is doing good is your Texas Longhorns, 
We know they yes, uh, they beat Alabama. They beat Wyoming. They smacked Baylor. And could come you on come on? And now, Adrian, can you envision a world where a Texas Longhorns team would welcome in a nationally ranked Kansas Jayhawks squad? You know, I've seen it. I've seen it before. So in '08, Kansas. Kansas was ranked, and they were really good. And they came to the house, and, you know, we did what we did. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I expect it to be a good game this Saturday, but you know I'm always rocking with my horns, and we're going to come out on top, baby. There you go. And the uh, Red River Shootout is uh, next weekend as well. That is uh, always I know. fun. I wish I could go to that. God. <laughs> yeah, you're a little busy. Die, you got plenty of time. Can you, can you say right. Red River Shootout three times fast, please? Well, you know what's crazy uh, and politically correct? We can't even say that no more. It got to be the Red River rivalry. Oh. Like, that'd be hard to say that three times. All right. Dear Lord. Okay. Uh, well, Adrian, right. Dave, man, we always appreciate the breakdown. Thanks for the time, and uh, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you down the road. Thank you. All right. See you all later. Thank you all for having me.